religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden or boxes to check than a deeply personal connection with our Creator. We are also surrounded with messages that tell us that our value is in our ability to get things done, while at the same time saying that we as women shouldn't stand out or draw attention to ourselves. My name is Emily Lewis, and you're listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. For 26 years of my life, I felt like it was my responsibility to keep God happy by doing all the things. I was desperate to be good and to belong. So I exhausted myself by checking the boxes and squeezing myself into the expectations of what others and what I thought God wanted from me. But when I learned that God loves me unconditionally and with radical grace, that allowed me to let go of toxic relationships with the church and myself. Now as a beloved daughter of God, a wife, a mom, a kids ministry pastor, a speaker, and a worthiness coach, I am confidently living the life that God meant for me. I'm here to help you overcome beliefs that are no longer serving you so that you too can live a well-rested life, ask for what you want, confidently expect to receive what you're worth, and have deep, authentic relationships with God, yourself, and others. When you are grounded in God's grace and own who He says you already are, it opens up the door for the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I'm Emily Lewis, and I'm so glad you're here, friend. Hey there, friend. Welcome to this episode on the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to this episode. If this is your first time, I am so excited that you're here. And if you are a longtime listener or you've been listening for a while, thank you so much for listening. I love that you're here. I hope that I get a chance to get to know you personally also. Today, we're talking about one of the things that happens when we are proving or performing or trying to please other people. And it's a form of comparison that happens. But the way that it kind of works itself out in my brain um, is looking for evidence. We're looking for evidence when we're trying to measure up or we're trying to prove that we are good enough or something in our lives. The first place that I saw this happen to me or that I recognized it as this in my life was in my business where I was looking at the results that my clients were getting or not getting to gauge whether or not I was doing enough as a coach, which is kind of tricky because we do need to be looking at our life and the way that things are going and course correct if things are not right, if things are not going well, if we're not getting the desired result. But so often we're looking to that result for immediate results. We're looking for evidence that shows right now whether or not what we're doing is good enough. Rather than being secure that we are doing our best, we're doing what we're called to do, and we are enough, we're looking for other things to validate us. I'll give you another example. I just recently preached at church. And I can look at the different comments that have been made to me on whether or not that was a good message, whether or not it was right, whether or not it was like bad or all the things. And there are certain people that I hold their opinion 
higher than others. There's people that I've let speak into my life that their opinion matters and other people's doesn't. But if I were gauging how well that message went on other people's reaction to it, I'm going to be disappointed. Even if 99% of the feedback is good, I'm not going to be satisfied with just that. I have to know deep down that that was what I was supposed to be preaching and delivering. I have to know that I did my best and partner with Holy Spirit to give what I was supposed to give that day. And if I gauge solely based on how other people are reacting to it, I'm going to be let down or unfulfilled. Maybe that's the better word, unfulfilled. And this is a place where we have to get to get to a healthy spot is not giving positive feedback as much weight. And this is tricky, but if we're giving positive feedback, a lot of weight, we're giving that same equal amount of weight to the negative feedback that we get. So on the days that we're getting good evidence, you know, uh, people are happy around us. The, you know, the money is coming in the, we're seeing success, whatever, however we measure that in our lives, then we're like, yes, okay. I have evidence that I'm headed the right direction. And then on the flip side, if you have a bad day, if people are treating you crummy, if everybody's cranky, if things are not flowing and the money is not coming in, then you'll be tempted to quit or stop or be discouraged. There's a time for analyzing and analytics and data and feedback and critique and fine tuning things, but we cannot constantly operate in that spot. We can accept feedback humbly and with a grain of salt, but we want to make sure that we are grounded. This is the key. Own your enoughness. Own that you are enough without other people's feedback or input. That way, when the feedback or input is not there, it's not draining you. And you're already full. Your cup is full with what God says about you, that he is pleased with where you're going. Because I'm assuming that we're partnering with God on the missions in our life. And that should be enough. That's enough for what you're doing, how you're showing up. And sometimes we can't control the results. The results are not our responsibility. The what and the why are our responsibility. But the results are not always our job. They're not. And that can feel really hard, but it's a way, it's our job to kind of detach from the results because we can't always control them. We almost never can control the results. So we're doing what we're supposed to do. We are enough. We're grounded. We're on mission. We're headed the right direction. And we can stop measuring ourselves by how so-and-so is doing it. We can stop comparing ourselves and looking for evidence of, am I enough? Or am I not enough? Where do I fall on the spectrum today? And just own that I'm enough 
and I can look at the things that I did or didn't do with compassion and a critical mind and not just a critical spirit towards myself, I can look at it as data or I can dismiss it completely because I'm doing what I'm supposed to and I'm enough whether or not other people agree with that or disagree with that. I'm okay. So I'm going to repeat this key phrase that I want you to be able to tuck in your back pocket and take with you. And it is the amount of weight that you put on positive feedback in your life is the amount of weight that you're going to put on negative feedback in your life. So the trick is the key is getting to the place where you are already enough. So you don't have to look to outside sources or people or circumstances to gauge whether or not you're doing enough. We can let go of the need for evidence because we already have evidence. We already have the truth. We already know that we are loved. You could go replace it with that. If you need to look for evidence or need a reinforcement of something, an encouragement, encourage yourself in the Lord and who he says you are. Keep those affirmations handy. Keep key Bible verses close by so that you can rely on them and lean on them on the days where you get negative feedback or on the days that you get some positive feedback and you're like, yeah, I got this. Oh, wait a second. It's not because of the feedback. It's not because of the evidence or the results that I have. It's because of who I am and the fact that I am being obedient and God is faithful. If you want to break free from the cycle of looking to other people for your own validation or of riding that roller coaster that is high highs of I've got this today and low lows of, oh, I messed up and I am not okay today. I'm not enough. If you want to get off that hamster wheel, that roller coaster, I would love to support you. You can stop trying to prove yourself and own your worth and just confidently be you so that you can step into everything that God is calling you to hit me up on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace. Let's talk about what coaching in your life could look like if you get a breakthrough in this area, because I guarantee that it will have a cascade effect and impact every single area of your life. Send me a DM or go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching. Put your name and email address in there. And I will personally reach out to you because you matter, your breakthrough matters, your healing matters, and you're thriving, not just surviving, getting by. You're thriving in your relationship with God and your relationship with yourself matters. Thanks for being here. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks so much for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you or you heard a nugget that you needed, I invite you to share it with a friend. Who else relates and would be blessed by today's episode? And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered to own their worth too. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, there is nothing you can do to add or take away from your worth. 
and there is nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you any less.